bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there. my it's question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Fresh, candid, and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the Common Council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. That's exactly how I feel today. It's Monday. Just let it run out. Just let it just. 833-212-1017 is the number. It has been quite the day. It's been quite the day. We got our top five at five coming up. And so there's so, oh my gosh, there is so much to do. So let me try to find this story that I want to do because I think hopefully they'll they'll have it on on one of the stations. So hopefully they will. Um, so anyway, we'll go with that. Ready? All right. Number five. Traffic has been such a nightmare. Southbound. I-43 at Silver Spring is 100% completely closed. So if you're coming from anywhere north of Silver Spring, if you're coming from anywhere north of Good Hope, I would say don't get on the expressway because, well, good luck. Um, It's completely shut down. There was a crash, I believe, with a semi. And so now they've got to take care of that. So it's going to be an interesting thing. Make sure you understand that just stay off of I-43 and that way you won't have a problem, right? Makes it, well, kind of simple. 
because it is it is just shut down. Now, earlier today, 7 a.m., it was shut down because of a shooting on the expressway. So it's it's just and, and that was I-43 westbound through the Mitchell interchange. And then that reopened and now there's accident on I-43 southbound at Silver Spring. So ah, that's a very good reason to always make sure that no matter what you do, you have at least a half a tank of gas in your car. I was always taught that. You need at least a half a tank of gas. Like I get paranoid when I go under a half a tank. Although I admit, <clears throat> let me see. I've run my car down to the point where <laughs> the light turned red and the and the and the symbol of the gas can came out. Like, hey dude, if you don't get gas. And then I went and checked, I literally had it was at three. Like I had three miles to go and I would have run out of gas. And I would have been in trouble. Then I would have called Rhea to come help me push it out of traffic. She said, that's not going to happen. She's like, that's not going to happen. Number four. That is not going to happen. Neither is, um, well, one of three former Wisconsin Supreme Court justices asked to review possible impeachment of the current justice, refused to tell a judge Friday who else looked into that question. And so former Justice David Prosser called a lawsuit alleging violations of Open Meeting Act frivolous, saying those looking into impeachment met once, but they are operating independently and not as a governmental body subject to the law. Prosser and the attorney for Republican Assembly Speaker Robin Voss both refused to tell the judge during Friday's hearing who else was tabbed by Voss to review impeachment. Voss is looking into a possible impeachment of liberal justice Janet Protasiewicz if she does not recuse herself from a pair of redistricting lawsuits. And the liberal watchdog group American Oversight sued, alleging the group of justices was violating open meeting laws from the state of Wisconsin by not letting the public attend its meetings. Prosser is the only former justice to say publicly that he's among the group. So if you're a private group meeting, and you're not a commission and you're not a governmental body, you, you don't you're you're not subject to open meeting law. And and what do you want to know for? So you can try to intimidate people or call them out. But if you're a private entity, private group of people looking into something, there's not a lot you can do. There's kind of but just because one of the people works for the government doesn't make it a government meeting. I mean, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Um, It'd be nice to know, but you don't have to know. You don't, there's, you don't have a constitutional right to know who's in that meeting because it's not a governmental meeting. It's not a governmental committee. It's not an appointment. It's, hey, I want to ask you something. And it's an open records meeting? Nah. That, it's a nice try. It's a little bit of a stretch. Number three. I don't know if you heard about it. A um, West Dallas police responded to the report that was, that a child had been struck by a vehicle yesterday. The incident happened around 2.20 p.m. near 84th and National, the Nine-year-old was attempting to cross the street on a bicycle and was struck by a vehicle. He sustained significant injuries and was transported to a local medical facility. According to police, the circumstances 
surrounding the crash remained under investigation, but a 73-year-old man, get this, a 73-year-old man, 2.20 in the afternoon, was arrested for OWI. What's that about? Okay, so I'm torn about my last two stories, so I think I'm going to change one. And... Let me go with number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> it's Monday. So <clears throat> I don't know if you heard about this, but Democratic U.S. Representative Jamal Bowen faced investigation on yesterday, the morning after he pulled a fire alarm in the Capitol complex as his party was trying to delay a vote, a key vote, prompting an evacuation of a congressional office building. A still image released by Capitol Police on Saturday showed Bowman, who represents parts of New York City and its immediate suburbs, activating the fire alarm near the exit to an office building, which houses congressional offices. Now, now maybe it's maybe it's me, but well. <sighs> I don't get it, and I really don't understand it, but the alarm was triggered at the same time House Democrats at the Capitol were stalling a vote on a spending measure to keep the government operating for another 45 days. Speaker Kevin McCarthy had unveiled the bill just minutes earlier, and Democrats were scrambling to read the bill and determine whether to support it. Later in the day, the bill passed 335 to 91, with more Democrats voting for it than Republicans. In a statement released Saturday, Mr. Bowman said that he had not pulled the alarm to delay the vote, which actually would have been a felony, as some Republicans have presumed. He said that he was rushing to the Capitol to cast a vote. He came to a door in the Cannon building that would not open, and I'm embarrassed to admit that I activated the fire alarm mistakenly thinking it was open the door. What are you even talking about? I regret this, sincerely apologize for any confusion that it caused. But I want to be clear, this was not me in any way trying to delay a vote. It was the opposite. I was trying to urgently to get to a vote. Hmm. You believe that? You believe that? Got a two-letter answer. No. Number one. Case High School in Racine County went into lockdown this morning after a student's comments sparked a large police response. Officials say students are back in class and the student who allegedly started the incident is in police custody. According to the release from the village of Mount Pleasant Police Department, an incident occurred that required the school to be locked down as a precautionary measure. Lockdown's been lifted and police say no one was injured and the student involved in the disturbance is in custody. Racing Unified School District, meanwhile, said that a student was apprehended outside the school. The student made statements that led police to enforce a lockdown and officers concluded whatever the state, whatever the student had said was not true. According to the Mount Pleasant police department, nobody was in danger. Lockdown has injured has, has ended. I'll get it right. A school has resumed to normal class session. Students involved in this disturbance were taken into custody the Mount Pleasant Police Department will continue to investigate this incident and no additional details are being released at this time. 
Hmm. Interesting. So what statements do you think they made? I wonder. That would cause you to lock down a school and, hmm, interesting. Because I remember growing up in school in Chicago and back in the day, they didn't shut down school for nothing. They was like, oh, yeah, that's over there. You need to be in class over here. Like, really? I think the only time we really got shut down, there was a snowstorm. That was it. Otherwise, we went to school. That's why I kind of look at, you know, today. Schools are just, they're just wimpy. You know? Oh, my God. It might snow. Oh, my God, it's too hot. We can't let the little kitties go to school. Oh, my God, it's too cold. The kids can't go to school. Oh, it's raining. Oh, it's snowing. Oh, like, you live in Wisconsin. The weather changes. Right? But we, oh, we can't go to school. We got to have a half a day. We got to let the kids out at 11 o'clock because the, the sun's going to be out. It's going to be hot. And what do they do? Leave school, go outside in the sun and play. So you couldn't sit in a building. Why didn't you have class outside? Say what? I don't understand what you're saying. You, you know, she always talks back, but she doesn't really. She don't want me to hear what she's saying, but that's okay. I said it'd be too damn hot. It's not hot. It gets hot sometimes. How can kids go outside and play in the heat? Same 89, 90 degree, 100 degree heat. Because there's air circulating. They're then free. We'll have class a bunch outside. of kids can then be we'll like really cla- finicky. We'll have class outside. Do you know how hard it is to wrangle up a bunch of kids to come outside? So? For the whole day? So? You can't, can't lose them in this day and age. We're just <laughs> snatched up, just snatching kids left and right. You got to worry about that? You're inside. You got paraprofessionals. You got security. You're inside a fenced in. Oh, Dr. Ken. Excuses. Excuses. Nah. You know what excuses are, right? I do. Yeah. It's hot outside. <laughs> W-I-M-P. It's a great radio station, but I guess we can't talk about kids. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris for Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Team Pella is executing some incredible plays, products, and with limited lifetime warranties. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. Like, that's something I saw that I really didn't grasp until I actually saw it, that they actually put blinds inside so that it doesn't matter. Right. You can stop the wind. You can stop the rain. You can stop the snow and you can let in the sun. Stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. This Pella play provides and proves to be the game winning touchdown. Make monthly payments as low as $19 a window, $75 per patio door and 
Get a quote. PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR with 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 1031 of 2023. Do I have a window that I need replacing? I got to go home and find out. I mean, it's $19 a window. I mean, I'll be paying for it for a while, but then can I pay like double? And take, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I, I might, hey, I'm just saying, give me some windows done, get it done before it's it's winter time outside, before it starts getting cold. I think these are the last, like somebody said it was supposed to be warm today. It was like 74. I'm like, where's the heat? Where's the heat? I need the heat. 833-212-1017 is the number. Don't send me no text unless you got heat. I'm just saying. Somebody said mint green. Really? I guess that would be the other light green. Mint green. But what color is mint green? It's mint. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> what? No. <sighs> answer, the co- answer the question with the question. It's 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 mint. Uh, like I don't know what color that. Is. Like I don't know. Is it is it is it like lime green? Is it light green? It's no. It's mint green. Uh, is it blue green? Is it? It's not Kelly green and it's not Hunter green. And I always thought Kelly and Hunter green were kind of the same. So I don't know. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I don't get it. 833-212-1017 is the number. See? Love is love. Cece said Hunter Green. I don't even know what that is. What is Hunter Green? What is Hunter Green? You didn't even hear what I was saying, did you? You had everything turned down. You wasn't even listening. Hurt my feelings. No, uh-uh-uh. Hurt my feelings. It's all right. Just by myself. I'm sit by myself. By myself. No. Um, Spike Lee said a private group was summoned by the speaker. It is an official meeting. It's not an official meeting. It is not. It doesn't fit an official meeting. Like, what are you even talking about? Because that means that anytime you are and you don't have the requisite number of elected officials there in order to make it an official meeting, do you? Hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> All the congressman had to do was say what had happened was <laughs> Bowman. Yeah. Wayne said, Dr. Ken, in 2023, there is no reason for any school in any state not to have proper heating and air conditioning. Well, you need to go talk to the school board because they would rather spend money on frivolous things than actually getting schools up to speed. Like if you actually cared about children, if like you say you do, wouldn't you make sure that the schools are top notch? But for some reason, we don't. For some reason, we don't. 
It's never quite enough. Well, we have other priority. What other priority is a it? Well, let, let, let me rephrase that. Is there another priority that's higher than students going to school in a safe environment? Because you are there for the students. You're not there for the teachers. You're not there for the unions. You're not there for administration. You're there for the students. And if the students don't learn and if they're learning in an environment that is not good for them or conducive to learning, you failed. So if you have schools that don't have air conditioning and schools that don't have heating, you failed. And it's not the person running the boiler, the the heating system, the electricians. It's not their fault. It's not the teachers. It's not the administrators. It is the superintendent. You got to do better. And sometimes you just, you may have to cut some stuff in order for you to to spend the money. So if we're going to, and this is what I said, if you're going to do 2%, why not do 5% and literally update all the schools, right? You actually have schools where it's too hot to go to school. That's unconscionable to me. Those poor little babies running around sweating. And then they left school and went home and ran around sweating. Really? I don't get it. I don't get it. Somebody tell me, am I right or wrong? 833-212-1017. Am I right or wrong? I think that it's important that we actually, like, make schools conducive for students. 41431 said, have you ever been to a PTO meeting where they discuss school budgeting? Um, no, because parent teachers don't, don't do school budgeting. The school board does. But I understand your point. I get your point exactly. They need to. They, they need to stand up and say, like, why are our kids? Well, I guess you, well, you got to actually go to the PTO meeting. Like you actually have to show up. And so the flip side of that is, again, that's one of those things that I hate to say it like this, but it's a, it's, it's a white phenomenon. It's a, it's a, it's a thing of these things are important. These things are not. So for you, that might be important, but, but, you know, parents have other things like jobs and paying the rent and Stuff like that. I was a vice president of parent teacher. Where were you a vice president of a PTO? That's that's what I want to know. Where? And I won't put it on the air, but tell tell me what like what what school were you? Was it in Milwaukee? Was it in? Hmm. Interesting. Because for me, I would hope a PTO would talk about school budgeting. I mean, that particular school's budget, but it won't matter unless the administration and the superintendent actually got it. I see it. Thank you. Four one four five three one. Unless the superintendent actually dropped some money and the school board co-signed. Otherwise, we are wasting our time. 
More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Tight dress, money long, it's neon. What the, what the, see on? By the bad, that's the only thing I be on. Be on. Tight dress, money long, it's neon. neon. They be tripping. What the, what the see on? Buy the bad, that's the only thing I be on. I be dripping like some ice cream from Leon. Tight dress, money long, it's neon. neon. They be tripping. What the, what the see on? Buy the bad, that's the only thing I be on. I be dripping like some ice cream from Leon. You're listening to Truth Yeah. I smell. <laughs> does that sound even does that song even sound like something I would put in there? I would put in some hardcore, you know, crunk music or something like that. I ain't Mumbles music, also known as trap. Oh, no. Gosh. You know, I thought it was another song, and I think now <laughs> it's that's an error in here, so I'm gonna go fix that. <laughs> Open your mouth and sing. If you're gonna sing, <laughs> sing. If you're not, shut up. <laughs> hmm. I swear, y'all, y'all music is terrible. This is terrible. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. A bipartisan bill would bar the distribution of sexually explicit deepfakes without the consent of the person being depicted in an effort to strengthen privacy protections as artificial intelligence becomes more advanced and accessible. This bill will protect against a new and disturbing form of cyber abuse and ensure that all Wisconsinites can feel comfortable sharing regular images of themselves online without fear of those images being manipulated and corrupted into pornography. Its author wrote in a memo circulated seeking co-sponsors. The proposals being circulated by Senator Andre Jack of a Republican of DePere, Representatives uh, Chuck Wichgers, Muskego, Republican, uh, Jimmy Anderson, a Democrat of Fitchburg, and Marissa Bell Cabrera, Democrat of Milwaukee. Several other states, including Minnesota, California, Texas, and Virginia, have passed laws targeting deepfake pornography. Studies conducted by a cybersecurity company, Deep Trace and Sensity AI, have found that more than 90%, get this, 90% of deepfakes found online are consensual, are non-consensual pornography, the majority of which targets women. Under the current law, it's a felony to capture or distribute nude images of a person without their consent. The bill would make it a felony to post, publish, distribute, or exhibit a synthetic intimate representation, also known as a deepfake of a person with intent to coerce, harass, or intimidate that person. Violators of the law would face up to three and a half years in prison. That is not enough for you throwing the pornographic Dr. Ken out on the internet 
and it's AI and it looks like me and sounds like me and looks like video of me doing something that I'm not doing. Like, how do you get around that? Um, Tom Hanks, they showed a commercial of Tom Hanks that wasn't Tom Hanks. And it's, it's, it's showing the, the unreadiness of actors and actresses and writers guild and all that as it relates to AI. AI is going to be a problem. The proposal would also expand an existing state law that bans publishing or posting a consensual private representation, a sexual explicit image meant to be seen only by a specific person or people to also make it illegal to reproduce a private representation. Violators would face up to nine months in prison. It's a misdemeanor. No, make it a felony. In case you do it accidentally and then, well, anyway. (sighs) No committing hearing, right? They just put it out there, get sponsors and get it. I agree. I agree. I think that it is something that really needs to be um, created. So that we can help really stop the scourge of 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 people taking advantage of of women, I really do, and taking advantage of men because you know some some people, some women get out there and they do that too. They might you know step up and say, "Oops, that picture of him just fell out." And it accidentally got all over the internet. (laughs) And it got sent all over. And so you do realize that, that everything you put on the internet doesn't disappear. And that's unfortunate. All the ugly pictures and the, but you know, it was great because when I was growing up, there weren't any pictures like we have now. There were no digital pictures. You had to take a picture. You had to go get it processed and get it photographed. Can you imagine the people that worked at those places that photo that that processed other people's pictures and the copies they made, stuff like like that's that just freaks me out. That just totally freaks me out. But yet. Yeah. The things people take pictures of, it's just, it just, it just baffles me. I just don't understand. Like, why would you take a picture of that? You're like with someone else and you actually took a picture? Like, really? I don't mean taking a picture and sending it to somebody. You took a picture and sent it to everybody. Hey, look at this. Huh? I don't get it. But, but but at least the law actually admitted. So if you took a picture and you want to send it to a person or people, and I was like, did that actually say a person or people? Yep. If you want to send it to a person or people. Oh, my bad. Group chat. If you got a group chat going, 
and y'all want to send pictures to each other. Um, the proposal would also expand an existing state law that bans publishing or posting a consensual private representation and explicitly a sexually explicit image meant to be only be seen to be seen only by a specific person or people. So I guess that covers all the all the apps. The yeah. Yep. I'm staying off everything. No IG, no nothing. I'm just moving to Idaho. Build a lean-to on the side of a mountain and just disappear. I can't hear you. Why Idaho? Montana. Okay, there we go. Wyoming, Colorado, doesn't matter. I feel like Idaho is like a little more, it's a little too rural still. It's still like. I'll wear, I'll, I'll, I'll wear green. Oh, wait. Blend it. <laughs> but I don't know which color green. Mint green. <laughs> Hunter green. Uh, uh, Kelly Green, like what? What is Kelly? Green? I don't. I don't get it. Gene, uh, save me. You're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. <laughs> You're saving me, Doctor King. And don't be and don't be laughing at me because I don't know my greens. You know what? You're doing fine. <laughs> okay. You're doing fine. I hope my hope my phone holds up. But you were talking about uh, the garden earlier. Mm-hmm. And if you do, if you don't decide to grow vegetables, think about having chickens no. lay eggs. No, no, no. That's too much work. I gotta okay. feed them. I gotta feed them. They're gonna be making okay. noise. Uh-uh. Those are the best eggs. I just had some from Western Wisconsin. Is that that free range where they get to year. run around? Nah. Yeah, so I'm running around, but those are the best tasting eggs. Yeah, they fresh. And maybe a, yes. <laughs> Actually, I dropped them and cracked one of them. But believe me, when I got off the bus and got home, I made eggs. Wow. And another suggestion: if you don't want to do that, think about having a worm farm. Huh? Now you t- you were talking about you know huh? are you a nerd? No, you're not a nerd. Dr. Ken, I fish. And I'm going to let you know, between me and you and the fish, I believe they like worms that come out of the ground with grass Mm -hmm. and dirt. Because when I buy worms from the stores and fish, the fish... They ain't really feeling that cold stuff, right? Well, yeah, I didn't think about that. But either way, they're cool because I keep them cool. You have to keep them cool. They die. But the ones I get from the ground, those fish really hit those worms faster, I believe, than those store-bought worms. So if anybody's out there that has any worms, mm-hmm. I would gladly buy them. So how do you start a worm farm? Well, those are, you know, worms now for fishing from the store, they're like, uh, they could be four or five dollars a dozen. You can make good money off that. Wait, wait, wait! I gotta count them too. Yes. Okay. Just a suggestion. But vegetables are good too. So where am I supposed to find worms? I, I like to. 
Pardon me? Where do I find the worms? You, you know what? I think they, I don't know. But I know I see baby worms under the rocks. Uh-huh. I move rocks around in my yard. You can maybe start it from there, from what's in your own yard. But I'm not sure how to start it. Me either, because because how do you how do you reproduce? Okay, I'm done. All right, they they take care of it. I'm sure they do. Check them out after a rain. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Doctor Ken. I love your show. Have a good day. Thank you, Gene. Bye. (laughs) Maybe we could get some AI and have them them take reproduction of the worms when they're reproducing and make this. That's not. That's not what they meant. No. <laughs> you weren't uh, like a, a kid that would pick up worms after no, outside? No, I'm an intellectual. Oh, okay. I don't do worms. Worms are normal and they're natural. They create dirt. She not, she see, she's not listening. I actually told her no. And then she still said like, why not? Don't be trying to transfer your, va- your worm values to me. It's just a worm. It's a worm value. It's okay. It can be just a worm. I'm not like upset or mad or scared of them. I just, I'm not into worms. Okay. Did you ever like touch the roly polies? What the heck is a roly poly? A little, they like, they like curl up. When you touch them, they're like little. No. I'm going to send one to you. You know what I'm talking about. No, you're not. I will. I am. Ah. When we come back, I got to go to the talking text line because I don't, I don't really know what's happening today. Worms, roly-poly, what in the heck is a... What? You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. So what y'all be doing outside that y'all know what a roly-poly and a potato bug are? Those things are gross. Potato bug. Kind of ridiculous. No. <sighs> potato bug. 833 is the number. Talking text line. Brother Shahid said, I agree with you, Dr. Ken. We need to spend more money on our schools. We spend $410 million at Pottawatomie Casino and millions more on entertainment and sports. We need to collectively collect. Nope. Ding. I was with you until you said collectively. Collaborate. This is not a collective. This is not a, because what happens when you create a collective is everybody wants to be the same and everybody has to be the same. And you got to think the same, walk the same, talk the same, do the same, get the same money. There's some places that need more money. Some places need less money. But we can't do that. We can't always use children's education and the school system as a whole because Pottawatomie Bingo Casino is, doesn't get funded the way the school district does. Like, like we as citizens 
who own homes don't fund Potawatomi. We fund the schools. And people that spend their money on sports and entertainment, that's their prerogative. They get to do that. We can't tell them to spend it on the schools. We can't make them spend it on the schools. I get what you're saying. But when we say spend more money, what I mean is reallocate what you have in order to do what you do. That's what I mean by spend more money. We don't need to generate more money. We just need to realign and and reallocate it to where it needs to be. Because that other caller is correct. It's unconscionable that children are in a school that doesn't have heating and air conditioning. That's just bizarre to me. Well, it's an old building. Then rebuild it. And you can rebuild smaller because you know there are not that many kids in the hopper, right? We got a 15% reduction in childbirths. So you know you don't have that many children. You know boomers are the, are the last generation to really have children. X aren't having children. Millennials aren't having children at the rate. So then what are we doing? If you're going to rebuild a school, build it smaller. Make it more manageable. State of the art. But when you talk about collectively collaborating, that's too many cooks in the kitchen. That's part of the issue why stuff is garbage today. Because we have too many people at the table. Everybody wants a voice. And what was once a good idea gets watered down to garbage. I watch it in business. I watch other people do it. They, they think they're getting together or, or they decide that you come up with an idea and then they decide what the idea is going to be. And it ends up being garbage because they don't have like why you would have to tell somebody else your vision instead of you just doing it and they execute it. But that's not what we do because we're stuck on this. You know, we got to be together. We got to we got to all, you know, do it together. And that's great. But it makes it mediocre. And then it comes out garbage. And then they look at the person whose idea it was and they go, well, see, that didn't work. No, it didn't work because you put your hand in it. See, I'm good at failure as long as I fail. As long as you execute my idea, my steps. And when it fails, then you regroup and you redo it. But when you keep putting all these hands into something, well, what about this? What about that? No. Because when I have ideas, I'm told no every single time. So why, why can't, if I come up with the idea, just do it? And that's what the schools need to do. They need to reallocate the money that they have and, and rebuild some of those schools. Yes, they might have to put out a bond, um, you know, put out some bonds and, and help pay for it. Sure, pay us back later. But in the end, it's time to rebuild. We got too many schools sitting there for political reasons, sitting there for political reasons that nobody wants to sell them because somebody else might take the school and educate our children. And it's private and not public. Public ain't doing that great of a job. They're doing it. But some things need to get out of the way so those teachers can really do the job that they love. And a lot of teachers love it. A lot of them do. I think it'd be great. Because I'm going to tell you, public school teachers are some of the hardest working teachers that I've seen. 
and they do a phenomenal job. I'm a product of a public and private education, and I get it. But we need better schools so the teachers can be in a better place, too. It's not just the kids. It's the teachers and the paraprofessionals and security and and assistant principals and principals and vice, all that. Need to make it better so we can bring up greater kids than we have now. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe show is wrapping back around in the 6 o'clock hour. I'll be back at about 4 o'clock in the morning, and then I'll see you in about 22 hours where we can talk once again on how to make this great city greater. I want to say thank you, Rhea. Appreciate you. Um, God bless. Take care, and in the immortal words of me, I'm out.